0: Hello and welcome to episode 49 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, the Tommy and the Acid Queen themselves, Adam and Grace. Nice to see you both. I vomited my in heart. my mouth. <laughs> you can pick who wants to be who. I <laughs> oh. feel like Adam would rather be um, the Acid Queen.
1: I tell you what, I'd rather be Matt. Dad.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a great start yeah. to the podcast how are you i'd rather be dead <laughs> standard uh how are you except for wanting to be dead because of the who hasn't? i'm fine absolutely grand um yeah no
1: no complaints here just uh been in work today working a saturday so that was Ooh. that was yeah it was a boo but uh but it's done now <laughs> it's done
0: i think we've all worked a saturday today you know <laughs> yeah that's it and we must be the most wicked to tell you <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna write a song called uh work on saturday one mm. day it's gonna be a good that sounds like a good you no know, when you're when you're still in emo but you're in your 30s kind of song <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> sounds like a good plan uh, grace how are you
2: pretty good you know pretty good
0: how's your week been
2: um i would rate it a seven A
0: seven out of ten. Well, that's pretty Mm. great. Mm.
2: That's
0: pretty great.
1: Okay,
2: maybe a six, but
1: yeah. Can't (laughs) go back. Maybe a four.
2: It was a two. All right, a zero. Fine. (laughs) Minus
0: three. I used used to have this quote, Rice. I heard once that um, someone said, like, if if you ask people to rate something, they'll always go with a seven seven, (laughs) unless they think it's really bad because, you know, seven isn't too good. It isn't too bad. (laughs) So I used to say this thing. It's so intense, right? I used to go, so... But what would you rate it if seven doesn't exist? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like so cringy. And then I would make people renumber it. And if it's a six, obviously they actually mean it's a two. And if it's an eight, they actually mean it's a ten in my mind. You know? Yeah. So on that. If it's a six,
2: you've got to pray for
0: them. Hmm. That's that's it. Adam, what would you give your week? Oh, it's the whole ten. week? Um, It's a pretty solid week.
1: Um, I'm I'm going eight. It
0: was an eighth. Yeah, wow. pretty, solid, pretty eh? solid week. You guys are having good weeks. Yeah, I what think. about you? Yeah. I mean, we're still in lockdown, so probably a minus I three. Mean- <laughs> you're automatically in the negative. I don't know. I'm fed up now. I'm absolutely so fed <laughs> up of being locked down. Um, yeah. Like, there's nothing fun. But I mean... you got to find you know, some I'm joy.
3: Sure
2: you can't be a negative Nancy all the time. No. But
0: yeah, but the oh am i a negative nancy maybe, all the time is that maybe. what you oh, gotta right, be a, wow. a
2: positive patricia yeah well patricia yeah, had an eight for... week this week
0: yeah
3: well, yes i on. did well, brilliant for
0: <laughs> brilliant for patricia but
3: um
0: <laughs> i'm not there. but uh, <laughs> the, the only interesting thing is the tv and i feel like we've watched everything on tv mm. like there's not to do have any you more, watched vikings you know I
3: mean?
0: no i haven't watched vikings actually so much that he says is that good, good?
2: I don't watch you it myself seen it. but you
0: know I didn't think it sounded your thing really. Yeah. I've been getting into my history actually so Vikings. Oh. I've been getting into first century oh. um wars and oh. politics. I- oh. Give yeah. us an example of, like, of
1: a first century war. Some also, so like the Ro- pandemic yeah. yeah.
0: So the Ro- the Roman Empire oh. you know all that mm-hmm. stuff. The so the rise of from like it just being a republic mm. To an empire, Mm -hmm. and how, like Judea at the time, benefits or doesn't. Herod the Great, all these things, you know, Mm -hmm. just um, yeah, just really interesting. So I've been I've been watching um YouTube channels about that and SAS. Who dares? Oh
2: come on! Both those things together. I Uh, love it. He's
1: a. He's a bit intense, that Aunt Middleton though, isn't he? Like I never <laughs> want to meet that fella or anyone like him. Too I intense. I feel like
2: all of them have to be. I, I feel like if you were gonna join the SAS, you wouldn't want your instructors to be like do I don't think
1: like, I don't think he has to be. I think it's a choice.
2: I think they've gotta be mean. <laughs>
1: that, again, it's a choice he's making and I'm but I don't thank him so, for it.
2: <laughs> when I watch those shows, I sit there and I'm like, I could I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could absolutely I'd win. Absolutely.
1: Libby's cousin, I think, was on it.
2: Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh, she nice, nearly really? won. She got, like, to the yeah. end.
1: Stop yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, she did. I tell you now, <laughs> he'd shake my hand and I'd be like, I've had enough. He'd <laughs> say, hi, Matt, how are you? And I'd be like, sorry, this is too intense. The bit maybe.
2: where they get off the bus <laughs> and they have to walk to the camp. I'd be like, no, I
0: can't. <laughs> so give me... I'm such a wimp.
2: <laughs> Be, it would I mean. take,
1: sure. you know, when they, like, kidnap you or whatever and put you in a room and you're interrogated oh, by Anton yeah. who's also psychopathic friend or whatever. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the wrong way to use. And I'd also just be, I'd be sitting there, and he'd, like, <laughs> shout at me. I'd be like, I'm not, guys, I was asleep three minutes ago. Stop. I don't care for whatever this yeah. is. This machoness. Get me out. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of it. I'm done.
2: I think that bit would feel silly for the show because if the cameras are there <laughs> and... <laughs> you're like in this intense interview have you been screamed at I think you'd mm. feel a bit silly that there's a camera yeah. you'd be a bit like that's a joke
1: you'd do it you'd do a little
0: the office gym look to the camera like
2: you'd be like stop really? okay stop now scene and scene
0: I, I think I think the mental well I don't know like the sitting in a room with a cloth on my head <laughs> for four hours doesn't sound that bad <laughs> <laughs> compared to running up yeah. 20k <laughs> of mountains like I just couldn't as we know, I I quite like fun on my own mm. terms, and <laughs> that ain't. That's out they're
2: screaming at you, telling you you're, you're yeah. useless. She's like, can we all
0: just chill out, please? <laughs> That's like, what. Can yeah. someone have a kick up, please? <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: go, what I mean. Going back to the Enneagram thing, the nine in me would be like, "Listen, what do you want me to do? <laughs> just calm down. I'll do <laughs> <Just> it. Talk <laughs> it through. That's just calm yeah, voice, yeah, you two. I mean, voice.
0: Grace, I'm really exhausted. Grace would be like, "What can I do for you? i be like, "I'll do would it like, four times.
2: T- totally fine. Let's go.
0: Would you like a cup of tea with that marathon that I'm running? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So I've been watching that anyway. And that's... Good stuff. I just find people like that so interesting. Mm -hmm. Not not in a good way, but just like absolutely weird. uh, Too intense. Crazy people. Boy Scouts, man. Too intense. Yeah. I went... So like, you know, in this country, you have the Beavers, the Scouts, the Cubs, all that stuff. I went to Beavers, right, and they used to play games and, like, the leaders probably just weren't doing what they were meant to be doing, like, teaching you how to do knots or whatever. Mm. But I got to Cubs and they started, like, like, doing that stuff, like, teaching you how to do knots. And I was like, this. After the first session I went home and was like, Mom, I'm not doing that. <laughs> teaching me how to do knots. Get... I wanted to play manhunter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, wa- <laughs> I wanted to play dodgeball. There's no, there's no way I'm doing that lame knot thing. You can get lost. I That's... went
2: to guide's. And did we used to spend the night, we would go to the corner shop next to the church where Guides was. And then we'd come back with our snacks and we'd all sit and we'd eat our snacks and like gossip.
3: Oh. Talk about gossip. talk about
2: our lives. <laughs> Play a couple games, eat some more snacks. It was great.
0: That's it. Yeah,
1: I went to Beavers and it was good. I enjoyed it. And we did archery once, which was amazing. <gasps> and then I remember this, such a little square, little square, little Christian boy. <laughs> They start. They did like a Halloween night, and I went home with Mom, I don't want to go there anymore. They celebrate.
0: Oh, they celebrate Halloween, oh, and I don't do that.
3: That so. is precious.
0: I felt Satan's shadow appear up, up in the <laughs> beaver's hut.
1: I started laying. And hands. I didn't want to go anywhere. I started laying hands, praying, praying in tongues. I said, <laughs> I said no. but you know, that so is I'm adorable, not, my days. Not I'm trying to take that ground for the Lord, but Satan's Satan's roots wow. are deep. No. And it's well, so stupid, I mean, they didn't even do anything. I think they were just, like, drawing monsters. It's like, what?
0: Like bob apples. So.
1: <laughs> like, it wasn't even anything serious.
0: But I was like, no, thank you. And, he, and the beaver's leader said, do you want to play dodgeball? And he said, get behind me, Satan. <laughs> oh, ye of little faith. Get behind me, R. Kayla. Who are you?
2: <laughs>
0: I saw Satan fall, like,
1: lightning from oh him. Like, I the lightning. Uh,
0: just so funny. Uh, that's
1: the, the squarest thing I've ever done. <laughs>
3: Thanks
0: so sure. funny i nice love that precious. so much yeah there you go well when there you go. meet aunt middleton feel free to call him the accuser <laughs> 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 So yeah. funny, guys to this week we are listening to who's next <laughs> by the people, which is so exciting <laughs> adam isn't even hiding his like how upset <sighs> he is <Stand> up. <laughs>
3: he's
0: not happy but we're going back to 1971, which I tell you what, we've been back to more than Doc and whatever his name is, Marty McFly. Thank you. <laughs> the greatest film trilogy to ever be made. The worst film trilogy oh, ever to be made. So good. There's so many flaws in no, those. No, films. there isn't. I know ah. they're not meant to. I know they're not meant. McFly. To be it's so realistic. Good. I don't I hate He almost has sex with people. his
1: own mother. I mean what's what's not to what? love?
0: <laughs> oh Brill give me more, please. <laughs> no, that's
1: like and also they credit the invention of rock and roll with a white guy. How great how, you know, how how great.
0: <laughs> and so history repeats itself. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, we're going back to nineteen seventy one. Yeah. I'm so, I know I'll I'll have upset a lot of people with that Back to the Future thing. I'm sorry. But I just have no time for it. Absolutely.
2: I've never
1: seen someone
0: it. needs to call it out. Grace
1: oh, don't Grace, bother. Grace absolutely bother. It's great. The third one is a Western.
2: I think I might have seen the first one.
1: The first one's good. It's all good um speaking of also the invention of rock and roll and crediting it to a white guy um on last yeah. week's episode when we talked about elvis she went there, mm. um i got a message yeah, okay. um from one of our lovely listeners clay uh, who i believe is mm-hmm. in alabama i might be wrong there um or don't certainly guess in, something else wrong. oh georgia is georgia isn't he
0: georgia? I, don't know. <laughs> no, I think you were right pal the, we southern, go the
1: southern state of america is from one of them but clay uh very lovingly messaged me and uh, advised me that I was saying the birthplace of Elvis incorrect. Uh, I was saying, what was I saying again? Tappella. Topello. Uh, when it was actually Tupela.
2: Um,
1: so yeah, this, uh, section, uh, is brought to you by the dictionary, um, called <laughs> correction. So I apologize for that to all the people in, t- I'm going to say it wrong again. <laughs> what, is, what is it? Tupela. Tupela. Whatever it is, I apologize. And, uh, hope i can be welcomed to the best place of all this with open arms as i i'm very sorry um, but yeah but we're
0: going to talk about the who oh gosh just to clarify oh, on, i sorry. think you were right georgia sorry okay just okay. to be totally right which we are never clay here we please are please
1: message me again and let me know <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do a faster. The second
1: time, I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I can't tell you how sorry I
3: am.
0: But um... imagine being that much of an admin nightmare that you use a platform of a podcast mm. to talk to people, yeah. and then you wait a week for them to respond, and then you talk to them again. <laughs> imagine being that I'm guy terrible. But uh,
1: but if you if you if anyone spots anything, any mispronunciations or anything, feel free to message. Very open and welcome to feedback um, and criticism. So please.
0: If you if you're here for you know correct facts, oh maybe no. go and find another podcast you're here yes. for the
1: truth.
0: Because oh, I can't promise that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like I feel yeah. like we should be Elven either with a little asterisk after it, just <laughs> fact check. Beware. most
0: of it's correct. That can be arranged. <laughs> um, anyway,
1: Adam, yes, take it away. So uh, we're just going to talk about the Who, uh, the brief history, kind of. Leading up to this album, I've entitled this Who Bio um, as "Who Do They Think They Are?"
3: Wow, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is one of my favorite TV programs. Just to... yeah, yeah, it is a good one. So uh,
1: that's that's what I think. Anyway, the founding members of the Who: uh, Roger Daltrey, Pete Townsend, ugh, snore, and John Entwistle, <laughs> no, grew up Stop. in Acton, oh London, ugh, London, and went to Acton <laughs> County Grammar School. Uh, Townsend's London schools. London you tell I'm that northern ugh anywhere anywhere past crew ugh. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so Townsend um, Townsend's father Cliff Cliff Townsend played saxophone and his mother Betty had sung uh, in the entertainment division of the Royal Air Force uh, during world war ii and both supported their son's interest in rock and roll so towns i feel like townsend and adultery specifically are the two driving forces behind making the who successful uh i think adultery is kind of the but well, they're both kind of ideas men. Uh townsend specifically with songs and and adultery is quite good at acting them out and and you know doing what needs to be done He's quite business-like, I think, Daltrey, especially in the younger days. Um, so Townsend and Whistle became and friends. And quite anti-Brexit. Yeah, yeah. And, or, or pro-Brexit or whatever the hell he is. Um, uh, or just old man. Or just uh, old man. With, quite pro-old man. With looks like shredded wheat on his head. Anyway, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Townsend and John Entwistle uh, became friends in their second year of Acton County and they formed a trad jazz group. One for you there, Grace. Um, Ooh, Whistle also played French horn um, in the Middlesex School Symphony Orchestra. And both were very interested in rock. Uh, and Townsend particularly admired, for some reason, Cliff Richard's debut <laughs> single, Move It.
0: For
1: some reason. Me nan likes Cliff Richard, you know what I mean? Like, who actually <laughs> likes Cliff Richard? <laughs> Apart from Summer Holiday, because that's actually a bit of a bop. But anyway.
0: And Mistletoe and Wine. Nah, awful. The, the worst. Uh, One of the worst. And the millennial... The Millennium Prayer uh, or whatever it was called. Come on. Don't, Oh uh, No, no. You
1: no.
2: snooze you, Adam?
1: Hey, just read the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> we all say it enough in school. We don't need to sing it out. Anyway.
0: I loved the way the Church of England tried to get us all to say the Lord's Prayer while we washed our hands for 20 seconds. Oh, did they? Did anyone do that? Oh, I didn't
2: even hear about that. That's a good one. So though. when
0: you had to, like, wash your hands, you know, that was the whole thing, like, hands, face, And hand sing space, ABCD whatever. or
2: whatever it was. Yeah, or, or happy whatever. birthday,
0: or whatever. Happy birthday, that was oh the one.
1: That was the one. Yeah, the, that was the one. Uh, Red our wall. father,
0: who art in heaven, why you? Oh,
3: that's cute. Clean be thy hands. hands.
0: <laughs> Love them. Yeah, um, sorry. Carry yeah.
1: On. So they. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so towns in particularly. Oh, just another
0: one. <laughs> oh God. Saviour's Day. On oh, the Saviour's Day. Devil woman.
1: No. See, see, Contradictory. You're either Lord's Prayer, Saviour's Day, <laughs> or you're <yeah, laughs> Devil woman. Which one are you, Cliff? Pick a lane. Yeah. <laughs> And also, stopped doing Even- sexy calendars up until your 70s. Do you know he released a calendar? And only, like, last year, he stopped doing a calendar. Cliff Richard, man of God, Even- sexy calendar, doesn't work.
0: Even Jesus was tempted at that. Oh, to- <laughs> you dirty boy, dirty.
1: Dirty man. Anyway, uh, yeah, so they, they like Cliff Richard for some reason. Entwistle, um moved to guitar, so he... Put down the French horn and he, he moved to guitar, but struggled with it due to his large, fat fingers. Um, and he moved on to bass uh, after hearing the guitar work of Dwayne Eddy. So, again, he's hearing these American influences and, like, hey, I got sausage fingers, but I can play bass because that's thicker strings.
0: Was this Wikipedia entry put in? by Pete Townsend by any chance? Because um, he- calling your other guitarist a fat-fingered bass player is... Uh- it was
1: heavenly, heavily edited by myself um, and my <laughs> disdain for however many members of the Who there
0: ever have been. There's no bias here unless... we're talking Oh,
1: about sorry, I should have mentioned. This is heavily biased. I cannot stand these people. And if they'd never have gone into music, the world would be exactly the same. They've not wow. added really Hello. anything to it. Don't to say they've taken anything away. But also, if you're a Who fan... These, you just skip ahead till we talk about the, the album because none of this is going to be flattering to to these people
0: I'm not sure you're going to talk about the album very flattering either but, uh, well that's
1: we'll that's see. the grand surprise but anyway um, oh, yeah. there's no surprise it was shocking anyway um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah so John Entwistle he's like I'm going to play bass and he was unable to afford a bass Uh, so he built one at home which is actually really cool like genuinely it's quite cool Um, and I quite like that it's like I mean Brian May I think was a bit more wealthy but Brian May's like I want a guitar I'm going to build a guitar and whistle I want a bass I can't afford one but I can can build one and I quite like that
0: oh no go on were you about to ask who Brian May is not again Grace not again (sighs)
2: No, I was was going to be like, well, wasn't he on Top Gear? But it's a, it's a different. (laughs) James
0: James May, that's James May. (laughs) It's
3: incredible.
0: Uh, We we are one.
3: We are one very
0: interesting music Uh, podcast. I tell you what, we don't like any classic rock. We don't know who Brian May is. I tell you what, we don't like anything that comes out this year either. I tell you what, what what a podcast. Great. I mean, tell you Almost
1: what. one year strong, ladies and gentlemen. You love to see it. <laughs> anyway, after Acton <laughs> County School, Townsend attended Ealing Art College, a move he later described as profoundly influential on the course of The Hoop, uh, Daltrey, who was in the year above, had moved to Acton from Shepherd's Bush, which was a more working class area, and he had trouble fitting in at school uh, and discovered gangs and rock and roll fairly early on, and he was expelled at 15 and found work on a building site. So he's not interested in academics. He's like, right, sod this. I'm off to go work. Fair play. Uh, In 1959, he started a band called The Detours, uh, and this was the band that was going to evolve into the hymn. Uh, the band played professional gigs such as corporate and wedding functions and Daltrey kept a cl- close eye on the finances as well as the music. So Townsend's your ideas, fella, um, but Daltrey's your business. He- he's good with money, you know, he's he's a working lad. So we can like,
0: right, i look at this. He's that little paper clip on the Excel spreadsheet. He is, he's Clippy.
2: <laughs> oh my days,
3: except- a blast from the past.
1: He's Clippy except if Clippy held slightly racist views. And had a shocking haircut.
0: <laughs> He's a pro brexit
3: You
1: know what I mean? <laughs> it looks like you're trying to leave the EU. Do you want some help with that? It's <laughs> Cliffy, yes, so... or
0: oh, these other paper clips stealing our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what they are? They're staples, that's what they are. <laughs> Coming over here, fishing our waters. <laughs> Mm. Shocking. Anyway, um, in February 1964, so we're, we've moved on a few years, uh, the Detours became aware of a group called Johnny Devlin and the Detours and they changed their name. Uh, so Townsend and his roommate Richard Barnes spent a night, a whole night, considering names, focusing on a theme of joke announcements, including No One and The Group, which is quite good. I quite like bands actually that, that do that, like ladies and gentlemen... The terrible band or something like that, you know what I mean? I quite, I quite like that. Um, I appreciate it when bands have a little bit of a pun or a little bit of a different name. Uh, not when the Who do it because it's bad, but you know what I mean. Um, Townsend, of course. Uh, Townsend preferred the hair, and Barnes liked the Who because it had a pop punch. Uh, and Daltrey chose the Who, which was the sensible option. Uh, the next morning, can you really we're gonna do the Who? No, we're gonna do the hair. The hair. It's not a good weird. name. It's it's weird. The Who is actually not a bad band name. It's quite good.
0: Imagine you went to management with that. I've been up all night. <laughs> <There. What? laughs> spent hours over this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we call ourselves the Who. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I spent six hours on this. Ready, ready. We're called No One. What do you
0: think? Get <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. I. It's a good name though. I mean, I'm not gonna. You should do. I'm not going to do it. You know.
1: Um By the time the detours had become The Who, they had already found regular gigs, including at the Oldfield Hotel in Greenford, the White Hart Hotel in Acton, the Goldhawk Social Club in Shepherds Bush, and the Notre Dame Hall in Leicester Square. So they're, they're Shepherd's kind of... Bush. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I feel like that's a dirty name for a place. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's probably very rude of me, but I, I do feel it doesn't
2: sound like a place you'd want to live. It's not an inviting
1: I think it's quite a well-to-do area now. I might be wrong. Anyone in London, please, because I think Shepherd's it used to be quite working Bush. class.
0: Um, yeah, it's it's where all the cl- all the uh good venues are. I think
1: isn't Shepherd's Bush. the like know. the O2 or the, like the iTunes whatever they used to do the iTunes festival in Shepherd's Bush.
0: I think I don't. I
1: mean,
3: maybe let's you got that not, name wrong. Let's not.
0: may. Well, I tell you now, all that I can think is bad euphemisms really about yeah. Shepherds and their um, you know
1: grooming yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah I, I agree so they'd um, so they'd found regular gigs they'd also replaced Druce as manager so they had a manager called Druce, uh, with a fella called Helmut Gordon um, helmet's <laughs> about H-E-L-M-U-T Helmut Helmut
0: Gordon this is unfortunate this, this Helmut. the helmet in Shepherd. Stop, Bush.
3: Stop. that is rude I'm not happy with this
1: that is so rude this <laughs> is ooh matron this is British like ooh. <laughs> The helmet and shepherd's Bush. That's so rude. My goodness. you love it. That's very Eric Idol, <laughs> wink, wink,
0: nuts, Now much. you sound like, now you sound like that same boy in Beavers. Oh, is it so
1: rude? <laughs>
2: Mummy, I don't want to go. Mummy. I always go,
1: I was actually mama. Mama, they are, they are doing the works of the devil. They will be not entwined <laughs> with it. Okay. So, when they were auditioning for Chris Palmetre for Fortana Records, um, part meant to found problems with the drumming and according to the drummer fella, um who's standing with at the time townsend immediately turned on him and threatened to fire him if his playing did not immediately improve no let's work together let's try and sort that out just immediately turned on him and fired him again garbage yeah this is they've played hundreds of gigs in the shepherd's bush together and and it's no good <laughs> It's no good Sandham left in disgust but was persuaded to lend his kit to any potential standards or replacements I <laughs> know uh, that's just a real kick in the teeth uh, Sandham and Townsend did not speak to each other again for 14 years and I'd have left it longer if I was him not being funny <laughs> this is when The Who met Keith Moon um, who had been drumming in bands since about 1961 uh, and was kind of semi He he was kind of Doing it part time, but quite seriously, and he wanted to go full time. Um, uh, when he first started playing with the group, uh, Moon broke a bass pedal and he broke his skin, and this kind of really impressed the band with his energy. I would call it terrible technique. (laughs) (laughs) But now let's put it down to genius.
2: Heavy footed.
1: All I'm saying is, how many bass pedals and drum skins did John Bonham break? I'm sure a few, but not really that many. How many did Ringo Starr break? Probably none.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he never broke one, ringer, I bet yeah. Ringo hardly broke a right. sweat. He never he's a That sweat. professional.
1: Oh, hey, hey, hey! hey. I the meant first the time he that.
0: moaned. <laughs> first time he moaned was when he said, "I've got blisters on my fingers."
1: And I bet even then he made it up just to be funny because he's hilarious. Wow, good old Ringo, Sam. Yeah, Ringo. Ringo, um, Sam. They've got a new drummer. They've got Keith Moon, full of energy. Brilliant. So the group got a new manager who tried to mould them into kind of an a, a mod group. So the mod scene was emerging with the scooters and the Union Jacks and all that. Um, and he's trying to mould them into that, and um, even changing their name from The Who to the high numbers. Um, but they didn't have success with this, uh, and they reverted back to The Who, which I think was a, a wise decision. Um. The group, none of whom played their instruments conventionally, began to improve their stage image. Daltrey started using his microphone cable as a whip on stage and occasionally (laughs) leapt into the crowd, Moon threw drumsticks into the air mid-beat. Not a fan of that. Uh, Townsend mimed machine-gunning the crowd with his guitar while jumping on stage and playing guitar with a fast arm windmilling uh, motion. Uh, Or he stood with his arms aloft, allowing his guitar to produce feedback in a posture-dubbed, the bad man. So they're starting to really get into themselves and be like, "Hey, we can actually perform on stage here, and we can, we can have a bit of fun with it." Don't really know what's fun about machine gunning a crowd, however. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or whipping them. I bet yeah, I bet yeah, bet your and nearly took someone's eye out with that a gremlin. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, so the who? Adam <laughs> will find Eddie here. Really, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nearly took his eye out. Also, right? I bet they Christ.
2: celebrated Halloween. I bet they are 100%, 100%. Can't you
1: see them doing that? <laughs> Little gremlins. Also, Grace, as a as a drummer, and Matt as well as, a, as someone who's played drums. Do you, don't you do you hate... Oh, as as <laughs> my a drummer. God. Hey, sorry. hey,
3: hey.
0: Hey. Matt, as someone who Grace stood... Grace is a drummer, but I'm someone who plays drums. <laughs> Matt, how rude. Matt,
1: as someone who stood next to a drum kit once... <laughs> hey, <how rude. laughs> no, I'm sorry. As, as you guys who, who are drummers, don't you, nah, don't, don't. When, don't you dislike it when it when drummers like do all the twirly stuff with sticks? Like, I'm not a fan. I think it's busy. Yeah, I, I think can... constant Play drums. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Matt? What, I've
0: what had it? one that uh, I'm not going to talk about. But
2: talk about equally, I it, yeah. If I became like a billionaire famous drummer, maybe mm. I'd twist my sticks. No.
1: Maybe. No, I'd, I'd maybe play I a would. solid, solid drum beat and I'd be... Although
2: actually, happier. I would join drumline. I would join drumline. Because well, they yeah. stick twizzle. That's, oh, that's when
1: it's cool. acceptable because there's a bit of pageantry with drumline, mm. isn't like, It's a whole spectacle. You've got we a fella with a baton, it. and I do like to we see it. I'm about it. that, about that, but not when I'm in a rock and roll band. I'm not no. do do do, do, <laughs> do do For anyone just listening, I just pretended to like catch some sticks Ad in it. it. I yeah
0: yeah. I I actually played with a drummer over lock, like a lockdown gig where you like mm. record it at home and then put it together. Mm. And they they were, as soon as I saw their name on the list, mm. I was like, oh, they're one of those yep. drummers that flicks their hands. What if fans they, what they their...
2: listen, Matt?
0: Yeah, well, I know. Well, I thought about not saying it and then I thought, well, actually, I'm not that bothered about their opinion. Wow. So I apologize, for, I apologize for talking about them, but I'm happy not to ever play with them ever again. Was
3: it,
2: Adam? So, how did you know? Has he done that with you too? <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen. No, it wasn't Adam. Adam is always my number one choice. Secretly, I'm actually Sorry, really bitter about it
1: and not wanting anyone to do stick tricks because I can't do them, <laughs> and that's why.
0: <laughs> I think they look You can take that stick and shove it up your ass. honestly. I I hate it. I really think it's the stupidest thing. It makes
1: it doesn't like, approve your playing, anyway.
0: It's another thing where we come up and <laughs> look at it like we're a bit uptight. <laughs> but honestly, like, I just... I just can't abide it. Play the groove properly. Learn your song first, mm. and then flick. You know. I
1: don't to be way. fair to Keith Moon, a very good drummer. I thought you are
0: going to name the person. No. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> to be
1: fair, oh, to, to be fair to Keith Moon, he's actually a very good drummer. So I can imagine it was just for show during gigs, and when he was actually recording stuff, it was fine. But you know, we'll get on to. And you know when
0: you, go on. you know what when you're in the Who, go for it. Yeah. When you're doing a worship set. Simmer down, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point. It's a bit different, isn't it's it? very different. It's a bit different. <laughs> Rock and roll, very come different. On. Very different. Um, Simmer down. oceans, <laughs> oh, the oceans drummer, <laughs> guys. Go check out the oceans heavy metal drummer. That is the best video. I saw an interview with that guy, and he is the sweetest guy, honestly. Like, he says, like. So there's this guy... Ga- Let's just explain the story quickly. So this song called Oceans. It's like a slow ballad type song. It's quite long. And it has, like, this really soft bit. And it has this drum beat, which is, like, quite slow and building. And this drummer in this video, it's just the keyboard player and the drummer. And the drummer just goes full heavy metal on it, right? And it is just so out of place. But I watched an a interview with him, right? And basically, he, like... He had only been to church the week before. And, like, he, he had found, like... um he had found like his faith in that church and they got him on drums and stuff and so he's dead new in his faith and he had no idea that that wasn't what you were meant to do he didn't oh, had no idea about the song or anything well. and god bless him you know, like he just gives it his all do you know what i mean and he does he's doing like full-on double bass pedal and stuff like that <laughs> on this like electric kid that just sounds a bit nappy anyway a <laughs> oh, bless him man so good <laughs> but it's been seen that many times that he was interviewed oh. from that song. Just a just a normal like volunteer in a chair to what interview because of their drumming.
1: <laughs>
0: Check it out, guys. Very mm. <laughs> good.
1: Definitely. So um, back to The Who, unfortunately. So The Who grew more <laughs> successful, especially on pirate radio stations like Radio Caroline, which was this radio station that was on a boat in the middle of the... North Sea or the, the the channel it was somewhere off the
0: coast we talked about that haven't we About that's where Pirate Radio comes yeah, from yeah Pirate Radio
1: um so yeah Radio Caroline and, and really hit the big time with the hit My Generation which only got to number two oh, shame which is the highest <laughs> charting single in the UK can you imagine not actually song, getting though. a number one <laughs> song
0: though. yeah it was a good song too. come on Adam
1: It's I, I like My come Generation on, it's, it's alright but also they only got to number two come on How many number ones have the Beatles had by this point? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Both in the UK and in the US. Exactly. How many number ones have the Kings had? Probably some. I don't know.
0: Well, I imagine that's why the Who didn't get to number one, is because competition was pretty tough. And
1: God bless Paul McCartney and John Lennon for keeping them down where they belonged. God bless them. Yeah. The best thing that ever came out of Liverpool was the Beatles keeping the Who down. Um, before the release of My Generation, um, Daltrey was actually fired after assaulting Moon and throwing his amphetamines down the toilet. Um, He was reinstated under the condition that the band was a democracy. So, I mean, not everything's rosy in The Who. And, uh, you know, people don't like Roger Daltrey, for good reason. Um, The Who went on numerous worldwide um, tours, especially to America, and it was here that um, Keith Moon... Um, found his love of miniature explosions. He found that in Alabama, cherry bombs were legal. Um, and so Moon used to, he, he had a reputation for destroying hotel rooms um, and often was found putting cherry bombs down toilets and setting them off, resulting in him um, losing teeth and destroying toilets, essentially. Um, and one time on stage, uh, Moon had bribed one of the stagehands to put some of these cherry bombs, little sticks of dynamite, in his kit that would, like, go off, and it sounded incredible. However, the stagehand put ten times the expected amount in. <laughs> when it went off, um, Moon was thrown off his drum stool. Um, with bits of cymbal cut in his arm. Thankfully, that's all that happened to him. Townsend had singed hair and a ringing in his left ear. And I'm pretty sure Pete Townsend can't hear still that well in his ear or Doltry can't hear in his ear very well because of Keith Moon blowing up his kith um, by accident, which well, is that's hilarious. what
2: I guess. would be an absolute plunker.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he's. I think he should be right up there, Grace, on your list of Hall of Fame of idiots mm,
2: in music. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh-
0: that isn't the word we were using. Him
2: and What's the Iggy word? Pop.
0: Him and Iggy Pop. Tits,
1: tits. <laughs>
2: Absolute
0: Tits. Tits and music. Iggy Pop and Keith Moon. Musical tits. Musical tits. It's our next quiz.
3: that.
0: <laughs> like it's like the octobands. <laughs> <laughs> Musical
1: tits. I like so yeah, so that and they became they got a bit of a reputation for kind of being quite raucous on tour and destroying hotel rooms. But actually those American tours um actually grew the band closer. Um and they they went on to release Probably the pinnacle of their careers and the lowest of my life. Uh, they released Tommy in 68. <laughs> um, less said than that, the better. If you want to hear my thoughts on Tommy, the absolute shit show that it is, then go and wow. listen to that podcast. It's absolutely wow. atrocious. It was honestly okay. a waste of time in my life. I'll never get back. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was the worst day of my life listening to that, even though I, wow. I never properly really <laughs> um, However, Tommy somehow, God knows how, made the millionaires don't understand it. Never will understand it. Makes no sense. Um, so they became millionaires, and they were all quite content to really carry on gigging. Townsend was very uncomfortable with the money. It went against some of his newfound religion, and um, from Baba Keher or whatever his name was. Um, and Moon was just spending it like no tomorrow. And um, Townsend was uh, not on adultery. Was like quite frivolous with it, but just lived comfortably. Um, so they're deciding, you know what, we'll just carry on gigging. But they decided to do a follow-up to Tommy. Because how could you ever follow up that? They do a follow-up to Tommy called Lifehouse. And out of this Lifehouse project um, comes the album that we're going to talk about, which is Who's Next? So really what this is is all the crap bits that somehow didn't make it in to the <laughs> crap fest that is uh, Tommy. I'm joking, of course. <laughs> this was their second project. How do you follow up an album that literally made the millions? taught made them tall all around the world people went crazy for tommy for some reason and um, when it came out and this is their follow-up to it really who's next Resilience.
0: thanks adam yeah. i l- <laughs> you know adam i just so appreciate your non-biased views on things thank you you know <laughs> impartiality <laughs> is really? really at my
1: heart guys it's at oh, my core you're just like a big
2: walking switzerland
0: for sure for sure absolutely it's a value we hold dear here at Elvenia. Thank you. I, I hope you appreciate. I just it. want to say, if I'm Switzerland, then the who are Nazi Germany. So
3: that's wow, <laughs> you need to stop. Is that too much. That's too much.
0: Okay, okay. I'm gonna move us on.
3: <laughs>
1: I thought that was just funny. That's not actually.
0: That that's it is funny. No, it is funny. I I don't think it's your hell view. You. Don't worry. We're not gonna hold an intervention for That'd you. Be, don't be. worry. <laughs> Uh, so notable albums that came out this mm. year. So we're talking about 1971 at this point. Um, Sticky Fingers by the Rolling Stones, which I don't like the name of. Mm. Don't need to know. Les oh. Zeppelin 4. <coughs> Honky Dory by David oh, Bowie. Great album. We love that, album. love that album. Blue by Joni Mitchell. I've said it once. I've said it twice and I'll say it again. Say it, Can't wait till we do that yeah. album. Brilliant album. Uh, What's <laughs> going on, Marvin Gaye? Oh, brilliant Reality, uh, Masters of Reality, Black Sabbath, and Grace's favourite, Imagine, by John
2: <laughs> I was absolutely excited for what you were going to say then.
0: Well, yeah, well it wasn't Scouting
1: go. for Girls or McFly, so. I <laughs> 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 oh, Scouting
2: for Girls. Oh, my God. I went to see them in concert too. I think you should know. Did you? Uh,
1: oh, it, was the script. it was the script that you really loved, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, that, that was it.
2: My sad yeah. picture so to Grace. Love from... Mm.
1: And the sweaty towel John Lennon, uh, that is hanging up in someone else's house.
2: The plaque that no longer says anything because I (coughs) sweated it (laughs) up.
1: Because you kissed it that many times. That's
0: disgusting. (laughs) Amazing. Guys, let's take a break and then we're going to go in depth on Who's Next by the Whom. Okay, brilliant. Well, welcome back. We're going to talk about Who's Next by the Whom. And this is the fifth studio album by the English rock band. Uh, It was developed after the aborted Lifehouse project, uh, which I haven't talked about. And so the idea was this multimedia rock opera, similar thing to Tommy, but you know going bigger again written by uh, Pete Townsend um but Pete Townsend actually had like a mental breakdown and so it didn't end up happening and so they would they were gigging a lot of this lifehouse project um and so they ended up using some of it and salvaging some of it and um, even like songs like Barbara O'Reilly ended up being like a half hour um like long song and they kind of picked the best like six minutes of it or however long the song is and so this is you know god bless pete townsend you know he's he's got he dreams big when he goes for it you know what i mean <laughs> he does um he does try and go hard on these things but it didn't work out but we did get this album uh which is so interesting and so this is two years after um tommy and you know we spoke about tommy but we really didn't like it i mean grace you weren't here at that point no. which you know um, but we were not fans of it, and so, um, as you may have noticed from Adam's biography, uh, but here we are—you know, uh, you know, clean slate, nope. fresh start, second chance. Nope. And I guess, seeing as Grace, you didn't get a chance to talk about Tommy, it's probably best we start with you, Okay. because I guess you can—you uh, can give us a good, a good thought process on this, An
2: unbiased. Look. Maybe, yeah. No. Nope. Um so I mean I went into this album with Adam's perception of Tommy by the Who. Firmly Which is wrong for anything. Firmly really. engraved in my mind. Yeah, you don't want that. Um and really the only significant song that I would ever think of when thinking of the Who is is um my generation. As I think is the case with right. everybody. Because it's probably the, the, the one that they're the most well known for, right?
0: Uh well it's probably not their only song but I guess it's just one of yeah. their most famous songs yeah, yeah, I th- yeah I guess so yeah I guess Pinball Wizard Uh well yeah. yeah true But yeah go I mean go with that Yeah yeah I think so yeah
2: Um and do you know what I like the two of them Love My Generation I think it gets everybody moving Yeah Um same with Pinball Wizard Um So opposite ends of the spectrum there really Adam's yeah. opinion and you know i love a bit of my generation um but anyway i wasn't as disappointed by this album as i thought i was gonna be brilliant i i actually i don't mind at all i think generally as an album it's pretty palatable especially considering some of the trash that we have had to be subjected to on this definitely on this podcast um (laughs) so sorry for that so sorry (laughs) um yeah it's definitely pretty palatable i wouldn't say i would say it's a lot softer compared to their previous stuff as considering they're like i don't know labeled as sort of hard rock i wouldn't listen to this and be like oh yeah this is like a hard rock do you know what i mean
0: it's it's interesting because my generation in 1965 is like as punk as you get, mm. you know, what I mean, as hardcore yeah, yeah, as you yeah. get. But then, Tommy, for me, was a bit of a wet lettuce. Mm. You know, it was super soft. We got all these. It was. It had no depth to it. You know, what I mean? like in my opinion. And then you got this, which actually is pretty different than Tommy. Really, yeah. I think at least it's more rocky. Anyway, yeah, they seem to have found overdrive on the amps, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> which is a plus. Yeah, mm.
2: um, and. Their use of synths, I, I'm still undecided how I feel. Um, because I don't necessarily think that they add anything to the album at all. And I know that with the life, what was it going to be called? Lifehouse. Lifehouse. They were going for like a futuristic. It was going to be like a song track to a film, and it was going to be all like set in the future and like technologies taken over
3: and
0: what what have you so and you know i get that that would be kind of i sorry i guess the thing is like i found this thinking about these synths as well and the thing is is the only thing i could think of similar to it at the time is maxwell's silver hammer Mm. you know what i mean by the beatles Mm. and so you got this moog sound it does sound good and it's like known for being like quite inventive for the time but this is another level from that. If you think about this like as pre-synth synth, it actually like you know what I mean. It's a, quite ahead of its time, really. Yeah. We're not if yeah, you yeah. take the '80s out of it. If you take the 2010s out of it, like we're not thinking David Guetta. We're <laughs> thinking like old school Moog yeah. synthesizers, which are the size of like a house. Yeah. You know what I mean. And so. Mm, okay. Yeah. What do you think, Adam? What do you think on that? I.
1: You know what I mean. There's only two songs that it really stood out for me, mm-hmm. uh, which is obviously the intro to Barbara O'Reilly and also on, um, um, we're not going to take it or whatever it is. Um,
2: won't get fooled I, again, is it? I
1: yeah, won't we'll get fooled again, that's one, yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I, I really like the, the, the synth sounds on this and it is quite inventive and it's quite quite fun and funky, especially the intro to Barbara O'Reilly. Like, that intro is obviously very famous and has been used loads of times in different films. And it, it is quite iconic. I quite enjoy that. Enjoy- it goes on a little bit too long for me, but I I did enjoy it and I enjoyed the sound. And, and also like one thing that is pointed out about this album is the fact that they used the synth on a rhythm track, which is something that people hadn't really been doing. And when they played some of these songs live, they had to actually play the synthesizer on a, on a tape, on a recording because like, I, I guess they didn't have the channels or something for it or what. I don't know. Yeah. But um, No
0: clicking track then. No clicking
1: track. Exactly. So it's, it's really interesting and how how actually kind of cool and inventive they use synth actually is, um, yeah. So I didn't mind it too yeah, much. Yeah, good
0: thoughts. So carry on, Grace. Sorry for for hijacking.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's, you hijack away. Um, but yeah, so now the length of the album. Obviously, this. So on Spotify, it's two hours thirty three minutes, but it wasn't originally. It was like a nine track album, was it?
0: yeah it was Originally. you didn't listen to the whole two hours did you no i
2: didn't i listened to the nine
0: good come on listen to just the
2: nine because you know that's the way they want to do it you know yeah that's it <laughs> um so yeah so it stops at um won't we'll get fooled again um but yeah but the songs i don't know how to describe it they're like they're palatable but they're not I don't know, they're just not something that grab your attention. They fall into the background, I think. A, a, like I think a, con- a, a contributor factor is the fact that you can't always understand what they're saying. And some, This old chestnut. Yeah, and, and when you can understand what they're saying, are they really saying much? Are they saying you know anything I
1: mean? worthwhile? Mm, yeah, is there
2: that. any lyrical depth to what they're actually saying? And the song Getting In Tune, they say in that song, they're like, there's really no meaning to this song.
0: That was my least favorite song on this. Maybe. I hated those <laughs> opening lyrics. Those opening lyrics. I are hate on the nose lyrics yeah. so yeah. much. It, it, I really dislike stuff like you that. You know what it but
1: reminds me of?
2: They're not lying.
1: They're not lying. It reminds me of Groovy Kind of Love. You know the Phil Collins song Groovy Kind of Love, <laughs> where it's just dead on nose. Like, anytime you want to, you can turn me on to anything you want, anything at all. It's just like, you're just being very descriptive, Phil. You just And like, this one, like, I am singing this song. Leave something to the imagination. Let us work something else. Yeah, a bit. It. And like, yeah, that one in tune, yeah. those, it got better, I thought, the lyrics. But the other opening ones, I was like, gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah those are opening ones, I was like, bad this. But that's not the album, though. But yeah I, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying.
2: But yeah, so they are lit. But basically on that track, they are describing for me the whole album. Because really, in the whole album, what are they saying? Really. Is there any
0: depth to We had this with Tommy, you know, because Tommy talks about loads of different things in a really awkward way Mm. and talks about a lot of social issues very descriptively, but not but very obscurely. And it's not even Mm. talking about someone being disabled, it's talking about a spiritual journey. But you are literally talking about a boy who's deaf, dumb and blind or whatever. Like it, it's stu- it it doesn't make sense to me, a lot of the lyrical stuff. Like, some of it's on the nose. Well, you just can't, I just can't figure it out. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so it's a bit strange. Um. So, yeah, overall, not atrocious. Nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be, based on Adam's opinion of Tommy. <laughs> um, would I listen to it again? I don't think I would actively choose to put it on again. But if I was like, I don't know, driving along somewhere with somebody at somebody's house and they had it on, I wouldn't be like, get this garbage off. <laughs> you
0: know? Are you that demanding in <laughs> other people's cars anyway? Very <laughs> demanding. Please don't ever get <laughs> 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 into <sighs>
2: mine. Um, so funny. But yeah, so not terrible, but not going to change the world.
0: Right. You know, mm. It's a good way. Good stuff. Good thoughts, mm. Grace. What do you want to do, Adam? Do you want to go next or do you want me to go next? I don't
1: I don't mind going next. It's whether you want me to...
0: Go for okay. it. Go for it.
1: Um, who's next? Awful. There are only two good <laughs> moments in the album.
3: <laughs> uh, you the are
1: op- <laughs> I am being slightly jokey there. Um, there are moments there that are really good. Come on, Matt. Come back. Come back. <laughs>
3: uh, um, God. So there
1: are two really good moments, like really, really good moments that I think are actually like very iconic, very actually really cool and amazing. And it's it's the opening synth in Barbara O'Reilly is one of them. I love that opening riff. It's been used so many times in like so many different like films and TV series where it's like that really cool, almost popcorny, you know, 8-bit sort of sound. And it normally comes in with like a, "Yep, yeah, this is me, Wondered how I got here type of thing. I've seen it used like that before, which is dead cool. Um, so that's really cool and obviously really influential especially I think in the 80s or maybe, I don't know it's really cool the second really cool bit um is the scream in, in won't get fooled again I love that and like it's really cool I heard that um Doltree's scream is, was that convincing and that like raw that the band while he was recording that were having lunch or, or some people were having lunch you nearby, know, right, and they ran in because they thought he was arguing with the producer they thought <laughs> he was like like fighting the producer, his scream was that like, so like and also, awesome. um, it's it's used in the opening for CSI Miami, um, and I think it kicks in after a pun. I think it's that that classic one where the guy's over a dead body and it's like you could say it was puts the sunglasses on, cold murder, yeah, and it's like that cool, um, <laughs> like that's why it's cool, um, so that's some really good moments, but. And it's not an overall terrible album. It's a lot better than Tommy. It is. Um, it's like, as you say, Grace, a very palatable album, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not going to change the world. But I found issue. and I don't know whether it was just my headphones I was listening on because it was just my Bluetooth ones. I found issue with the way it was recorded, the sound. For me, it sounded all a bit muddy. Like, you know how, Grace, you say you don't like the Beatles stuff because it sounds like mm-hmm. it was recorded, really? I found the same with this. I found, like... it. The recording didn't do anything for me. I wanted the drums to be punchier. Because Keith Moon is amazing on this album. His drumming is incredible. and um, You can hear him dropping sticks. No, I'm kidding, you can't. But um, like it, it's great. <laughs> but I feel like his drums just kind of sit at the back. Like, you know how you've got that, for people who are audiophiles, they talk about like a sound stage. So like when you listen to your headphones, things are panned in different ways and you've got like the drums and left and vocals in the middle and stuff. For me, the drums just sounded like they, they were at the back of my head and a little bit muffled, and they weren't where I... And this is possibly just my preference. They weren't where I would want them to be, which is, like, a bit front and centre and punchier. Maybe I wanted this snare to be a bit rockier. I could be wrong there. could have been the headphones that I was listening on. Um, but, yeah.
0: the guitar- Probably preference, though, as, yeah, as well. Yeah. I, I loved the mix on this album, right. but, but I was comparing it to Tommy, which I hated. But... Yeah. But I think these things are really subjective, so mm. like fair. Yeah, yeah
1: fair. I, I, that, that's uh, yeah. Mostly just for the guitars always sounded pretty pretty good. And um, again, I kind of wanted them a bit heavier with it being a rock album. Like it wasn't, but then it's heavier than the rubbish that was on Tommy. Like you said, Matt, they found the overdrive pedal. You can hear that Townsend's actually quite an accomplished electric guitar player. Um, so that was nice to yeah. hear. Um. Yeah, the synth, like I said, the synth sounds are really good on this album, especially in "Won't Get Fooled Again." Um, and I still don't like Daltrey's voice. I cannot stand. You know what? I can take. I can take Daltrey's voice. It's an all right rock rock and roll voice. Fine. When Pete Townsend sings, it is rubbish. He's so like, he's a bit whiny and it's a bit off-putting. I can tell when it's him singing, or it's either him or a tent whistle or someone. But it's not Daltrey, and it sounds crap compared to Roger Daltrey. Um, in my opinion. So overall... I think
0: it's Pete Townsend. Yeah,
1: I, he shouldn't sing. He should just stick to playing guitar, maybe doing some backing vocals. He just he shouldn't lead a song, my opinion. Um, So yeah, overall, I, like I didn't hate it, hate it. It's a lot better than Tommy, 100% better. But uh, like I'm not going to listen to this again. I might listen to the intro of Barbara O'Reilly because it's kind of cool. Uh, And I'd listen to like half... So I heard about Won't Get Fooled Again. Like it was originally like yeah. eight minutes. But There's like an eight-minute version, and then there's the radio version, which is like three minutes. And Daltrey like hates the fact that it was cut down. He's like, "Nah, it should be eight minutes long. Everyone should play eight minutes long." But that's just him being arrogant. Um, so I wouldn't mind like a three-minute version of "Won't Get Fooled Again." But yeah, yeah. So overall, it, it was it was an album. Parts of it are iconic. Parts of it definitely had an impact. Um, but they're very few and far between. Um. And a better follow up than Tommy, hundred percent.
0: Oh yeah, I think um, I I don't even think these sound like the same band. No, you're
1: right.
0: I think Tommy is. I th- give them credit. I mean, they. I don't think they think like this because everyone loves Tommy, and I think they love Tommy. But I think to get that much better in two years, mm. I'll give you props for that because I really hated Tommy, yeah. and I I liked this. I liked this album. Um. Like, Tommy was meandering. Sounded totally light and thin, in my opinion. It was awkward in the way that it talked about social issues, which we talked about before. It was long. The mix was bad, which I've just said. But this album, the drumming is amazing. Mm -hmm. The songs aren't too long. There are long songs. But, you know, there were really long songs on (laughs) Tommy. And I, I think, like... It's a really well cut album, to be honest. The whole album is like forty five minutes long or whatever. I'm into that. I'm in. I think this is like, I haven't listened to the whole of the Who's back catalogue, but this is like, if I heard this, I was like, yeah, this is this is what the Who sound like. You know what I mean? You've got those prog elements. You got those moving forward elements. Um, great drums. You know, I I did like the vocals. I did like the guitars. I liked the album, to be honest. I like Barbara O'Reilly. I think it's a great song. Mm. I really liked the chorus, the Teenage Wasteland thing. Um, I like the panned piano to the left. I think it sounds really great, really kind of like compressed and it just sounds good. Um, Bargain, I, I think it's a lovely intro, that reverse guitar. Great drums again. That was so great cute. Great vocals. A lovely
2: intro. <laughs>
0: lovely. I think it's lovely. That reverse <laughs> guitar is just, it's just lovely. I think it's really great compared to the, like the rest of the song kicks off and <clears> kicks in and it's got this like catchy great hook. But it doesn't start with the hook. It mm. gives you this re- reverse guitar thing instead, and I really like it. Um, and I th- I wrote down that this has been a Jekyll and Hyde performance. You know, in mm. football when they say that, <laughs> when they say like the first half it was a it was a bit of game of two halves. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like the first half they played amazing. And the second, like Tommy is absolute Hyde. You know what I yeah. mean? But uh, oh, I don't even know that reference. I don't even know how you. I think Jekyll's the out, but, uh, bad guy and Hyde's a good fella. And uh, J- Hyde's a good guy. Tommy, just absolute, get in the bin. Yeah. But this, I would listen again. And, you know, I would probably put some of these songs in my playlist just listening to it for the year. Um, things like Bargain, just really nice. And just totally, I like it. So, you know, they've done a lot to help me out here, The Who. I'll tell you that now because, honestly, Tommy, I was absolutely done with them. Um, but I, I, for this album, I thought, yeah, I understand why it's on the list. Mm. I get it. Well. Do you know what I mean? We're in 1971. And I understand what's going on here. I understand how it changes music. Tommy, I've just got absolutely no idea. Has Tommy uh, been on
3: except... the new list?
0: No, it's not on the new list. It got cut. Wow. Which is a good job. Well, it didn't get in the top 100 anyway. It probably got in the top 500. Mm. But, um, yeah. Yeah, funny. What a funny band, hey? Mm. The Who, just absolutely. Very funny. Yeah. Just an absolutely strange band, but um, yeah, very interesting, very interesting. And I guess like not that you have to be one or the other, but maybe Adam, if you're into the Beatles, mm. you're into the Beatles. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe. Like Ringo is quite different than Keith Moon. V-
1: well, very. I would say. Yeah. I mean, controversial, but Keith Moon definitely showing up, Ringo Starr, and showing how
0: definitely.
1: out of touch Ringo Starr's drumming. Very simple. Like he has his complicated moments, and but his fills are never
0: as. It's not meant though, is it? It's not no. thought about like it. It's nowhere near as complicated as Keith Moon. No,
1: Keith, Keith Moon's drumming is it's definitely, which is really interesting that we're sort of saying that because the drummers, the drummer for the Who now is Zach Starkey, which is Ringo's son. Um, and he joined them. I didn't know that. And I think it was either the two thousands or the nineties. I can't remember, but he joined them, and he he's now their drummer, which is. Is really interesting because obviously Ringo, iconic drummer, Keith Moon iconic drummer, and then to have the son of an iconic yeah. drummer taking over yeah. for one is
0: yeah. And Keith Keith Moon was in the Plastic Ono band for a little bit. Yeah. And Ringo Star was. <laughs> it's it's strange, isn't it? Because they're quite different really. Mm, very. But um I, I think it's hard with the Who because we've grown up with them and we grew up with them at a time when Like, you know, like live eight and stuff like that. Mm. When they'd come on and do celebrity performances and we just see them as old men and they talk pro Brexit and they say they speak for the man. When they're not, they're just millionaires that don't have a clue. Mm. Really, socially. Yeah. And I I so we've grown up with that part of them. Then we listen to Tommy and we go, So this is what they bring out, and they think they can talk like that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I feel like I feel like to talk about them in the in 2021 is, is quite an interesting thing to do if you're not really into the who beforehand um, but yeah yeah. I but I'm not going to defend anyone that's pro-Brexit to be honest, get in the bin <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you
3: know.
0: should we take a break and then we're mm. going to compare it to When You See Yourself by mm. Kings of Leon. Brilliant. So welcome back. We're going to talk about When You See Yourself, which is the eighth studio album by American rock band Kings of Leon. Did you know all of Kings of Leon are related? I didn't know. I never knew that.
2: No? I Good didn't fact. know either. Good I fact. I should
0: have looked it up rather than just bring it up here, but they're like three brothers and one cousin or something like that. <laughs> oh.
1: hey, do you reckon the cousin I mean, feels a bit like out of it?
0: Like, a, I don't know. Don't have I the don't know. Maybe, maybe he's have. buzzing. He's not re- He's not <laughs> like. Mm, fully he he's fully related, but you know. Yeah. Um so this is the first album in 5 years, uh, following Wars in 2016 and this is the longest gap they've had in between albums. It was released on the 5th of March, uh, so pretty recently, just uh, just a week ago. Uh, 10 days ago. From when we're recording this, uh, the band became the second to release an album in the form of non fungible token, uh, which is a cryptocurrency, um, that contains unique assets such as music and art. Uh, the release will come in the fu- in the form of three different types of token in separate packages in a series called uh, NFT. Yourself, um. Which sounds like um, you know, Paul McCartney's song Foot You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like NFT yourself. Like what what's that stand for? Um they contain yes, yeah, so they contain special album packages, a live show package, audio visual package. a uh, kind of what bands are doing these days and artists are doing these days. And the tokens were developed and will be hosted by Yellow Heart, a ticketing platform employing blockchain technology. Nice um shall we shall we go there first this nft stuff mm. did anyone get to the bottom of it so,
2: no clue what's going on
1: i've been seeing a couple of things on it um so a few people that well first, so jacob collier who is a very yeah. famous musician um and has a really weird voice but he's like he he was going to release um an nft um, but he's actually pulled it because there's been a bit of controversy or a bit of discussion about the amount of energy that it, it it costs to produce an NFT and to kind of host it. So the way, so I mean, I don't fully understand it, so I'll try and explain it as simply as I understand it. The way blockchain works and the way that Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrency things work is you have a computer that is constantly running that searches for these coins. And obviously, that costs a lot of money and energy to have a computer constantly running. And these aren't small. This isn't your Mac that you have at home. This is like these are big, fill a room computers, like full of servers and stuff. And because they're running that much, they use up obviously a lot of greenhouse. They emit a lot of greenhouse gases, and and so Jacob Colley has pulled this until they they kind of make a more efficient way of producing them. Um. So a lot of people, but. The way I understand it is that it's a way of artists releasing music and they're kind of being no middleman. The money just kind of goes straight to them. So a lot of artists are really on board with it because they're like, Great, universal music aren't gonna screw me out of this. I'm just releasing it. And one person's gonna own it and they're gonna pay fifty grand for it, but in the form of a Bitcoin, and it's all a bit a bit mad.
0: Cause this this is classic, isn't it? But yeah. Um, the music industry is an absolute state. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that—that's where we're at in twenty twenty one. Is that you know, streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music have absolutely done musicians and bands in. People don't care about the morality of it; they just want music quick. Mm. And we're all like that. We all use our streaming service, don't we? Mm. You know, like none of we do that every week. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're all musicians, yet we all still use it to listen to our things. So we don't care about owning it anymore. And we seemingly don't care enough to go and buy it every week. Um, And so the artist is suffering and is poor and is, you know, it's finding it harder and harder to release music. Especially
1: if they can't And in COVID,
0: well. com- yeah. Yeah, i That's it. And c- exactly. So COVID's come around as well and absolutely done everybody in as well. Um, And when... That's happened, like the whole tech industry, like the music technology industry, and like the um the gigging industry is absolutely done in as well. Do you know what I mean? So, so the music industry is in a bad state. Is this a way to fix it? It's an idea, isn't it? But I'm I'm not sure that this is the way to go. Um, but you know we're gonna have to do something. We're gonna have to have a change somehow. Um. So, you know, good on them for trying it. But I'm not sure this is the way to go, really. Um, Yeah, but something has to happen, doesn't it? None of us have any big answers, really. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, when we figure it out, we'll all become millionaires. <laughs> hmm. But that's that's this album, anyway. I mean, it's not the album. It's just a way of buying <laughs> it. But um, why don't we talk about the album? So, Grace, what did you think?
2: Um, Well, it's strange because... Every song, I think, there's something about it. You can tell that it's a Kings of Leon song. I don't know why this... I don't know. Do they put the same riff in every song? I don't know. Um, But there's something about very samey about them, very familiar and sort of nostalgic about them. Um, But it's like all this time has passed since they've released an album. But... Nothing has progressed in terms of their musical capabilities, clearly, because it sounds exactly the same as all of their previous stuff. Nothing has changed. They haven't, like, you know, like Arctic Monkeys and things, you know, their music changed as they've aged and they've matured and their music's moved on. But I just feel like Kings of Leon haven't done that. They've just, they've grown up, but their music hasn't. It's stayed the same. And if anything... It it's just, it's just one, it's one big snooze, this album. And you can say what you want about Snora Jones, right? But that's a whole vibe. This.
0: Grace, you haven't moved on. I've heard you say that about the last <laughs> 10 episodes. i tell People you People just
2: aren't being impressive. People just aren't doing good things.
0: No one's impressing you. Are no one's impressing
2: what? me. And fair enough, there's a pandemic, right? And I have not released an album in this pandemic. So, you know, what have I done with my life? At least these people are making music, you know? So good on them. But, I, it's just a big snooze. There's no, there's no like standout. And like you were saying last week, really the, the two good songs they've done are Sex on Fire and,
0: Use Somebody. I can't
2: remember. Oh, Use Somebody, that's it. That's and Like, like, both of those songs, like, go off at one point. That's the only way I can describe it. Like, they go off at one point, And the whole crowd is, like, pumping, vibing, having a great time. But there isn't one song on this album where that could happen. Really, Echoing is the one song where they actually, like, have had a coffee before they've started recording or something. It's, like, the one song that has life to it. Um, And the rest is just, like, I just snooze after snooze. It's, like, a rainy day looking out the window, you know, nothing's going on in life. What a boring time. Here's an (laughs) an album to represent it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Uh, Yeah, I do, yeah. And so I
2: couldn't finish a single song. And I I feel like I say that a lot as well. But I couldn't because they were just so boring that each one got like two minutes in and I was like, oh my days. Is this song still playing? It's been about 400 years. Let's move on. And it just, yeah, I'm feeling it.
0: Do you agree as on what do you think?
2: I, I don't. Sorry, Grace. Um,
1: wow. So, I, I mean, you say that the, the music hasn't changed, but, I mean, I, I'm not a Kings of Leon fan. I don't know much about them at all. But the two songs that I do know, obviously, because it was around the time when I was like 14, 15, and it was massive, Sex on Fire uh, and You Somebody. Great songs, and they do they do rightly go off, and they're, you know, especially Sex on Fire. um. But then they're quite rocky, and again, I don't know what the rest of their songs are like, but those two are quite rocky and quite quite cool and, and big. These ones are a bit more... There's a bit of a, I don't know, like a... Not a reggae vibe to it, but there's a bit of a disco poppy vibe to it, and it, it sounds different, so I think they... And I read that they wanted to kind of not think... So in like the notes for the album or something on Apple Music, they're like, we wanted to put the radio and the music business on the back burner and just make an album that we wanted to enjoy, which I don't think they've been able to do for a long time. I think they've been concentrating on making radio music. You know what I mean? Um, mm. So I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would because um, it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted it to be, which was basically every track is a sex on fire or um, <laughs> you, somebody, you know, raging rock. It was a bit different, but I, I enjoyed it. Stormy Weather grab me. The bass intro, the bass is very prominent in this album. Um, I feel like it's very present and there's a lot of bass riffs that kind of lead songs and stuff. Um so, yeah, Stormy Weather, the bass and kind of dreamy sounds and guitar, which I thought I could imagine if, if Harrison, George Harrison, was still about making music. I don't know whether he'd be too far off this. He'd be kind of doing some bass ethereal guitar stuff. It, it sounded good. Uh, when you see yourself, uh, the opener, whatever that long tail is called, I enjoyed that. Uh, echoing, like you said, Grace, might be my favorite track. The drums on it, the song moves, it's dynamic um it's yeah it's got good drums so i enjoyed that and like i said the bass in general on this album i, I really quite enjoyed it's a very bass led uh album i thought uh whether that's a correct term i don't know but uh but i enjoyed it overall um i'd like to listen to it again just to get into it a bit more and see see what else it's about um definitely over the who anyway but uh but yeah <laughs> definitely
0: I think you're right with the bass if the bass has lots of character mm. which I don't think I thought like Sam Maka, he'd be proud of this. I think so. You know, that bass Se playing. Maca. That's what I thought. Because um, you know when Paul McCartney's playing bass, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Everyone knows it. You know what I mean? You listen to that overplayed bass on something, <laughs> you know you know it. <laughs> He's going heavy. Yeah, it never sticks. He's still. like guitar solo, bass solo. Bass solo. You <laughs> man.
1: Oh, you only have to listen to uh, what? What is it? What's the one where it really moves about? Uh, well, get by with a little help from my friends. That bass never sits still. Yeah, it's incredible.
0: <laughs> never sits still. Changed. It. He changed the game. He did. and this bass player here, he's following in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this is a very mature sounding album. Very good. I enjoyed it. Uh, the album reminds me less of Kings of Leon ten years ago and more like the Manchester band. Everything, everything. Mm. Either of you ever heard Everything, Everything? Yes. No. Come on. Brilliant bands. Brilliant bands. And so they use a lot more falsetto than this album does. But it, it sounds similar. And so it's spacious. It's sounding good. It's not your, like, grace, you're right. It's not this, like, rocking anthemic thing. It's a, it's a bit different. Um, And so I, th- I think it sounds mature. But I think it's missing a little source. Mm. is there a source you start to lose when you start hitting 40 yeah i don't know
2: well no because aretha aretha never <laughs> lost it aretha, aretha never, to, was
0: the, to her final day right
2: to the end oh my goodness she was incredible even oh but don't get me started but what again. is
0: it then so because i feel like
2: it's a fresh know, anointing from the lord cheers that's what it yeah, is say, it, against it, you, say it again sister grace but say it again haven't been anointed sorry
0: well, fair. Fair. But I, I do think it misses a bit of that secret sauce. It and it is hard for bands just to bang out albums in it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, great album, great album. And once again, that's why Paul McCartney <laughs> is great, isn't it? You know, oh, well, we done. take the mic. Oh, well, we take <laughs> mate, We take the mic. But, you know, McCartney 3, I think, sounds as good as this Kings of Leon album. Yeah, and he's been doing it 40... 40- oh. Oh? There goes my my phone. He's been doing it forty years longer than Kings of Leon. It's a bit mad. No?
1: Yeah. I do. I, I do think after you were say something, Adam? they've been together for that long, haven't they? You know what I mean? Two thousand and eight is when you somebody in Sex and Fire came out. Two thousand and eight. Wow. Think about how long ago that actually is? Like twelve I odd years. I think they
2: need to call it a day.
1: I don't think so. And 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 you know, and they were they were going even before that. You know, I mean, I don't think that's their debut album. So, you know...
0: Oh, they've been going a long such time. Such
1: a now. long time. So it, it's difficult to come up with, with fresh stuff. And I feel like they have. I mean, again, I, I might be chatting bubbles because I don't know what the rest of their their catalogue sounds like. But to me, I think they've they've reinvented themselves a little bit here and, and gone with a bit of a different... Yeah. You know how, like, Biffy Clyro went a little bit less rocky and a little bit more, you know, different?
0: Yeah, I hear it. I hear it.
1: Yeah, kind of like that vibe.
0: Yeah. I like that We should have a quiz called Chat and Bubbles. Chat and bubble. <laughs> That's the next kiss an words.
3: I it. A word. <laughs> <laughs> can
0: I have fun. Yeah, I, with I think you're right, Adam. <laughs> you know what I worry about um, is that we are, you know, this is prophetic and in ten years, Adam, me and you over the hill. Yeah, I'm Absolutely pretty much done it. It's guaranteed brothers.
1: Nailed up. Done. Dead <laughs> D- on.
0: <laughs> guaranteed. <Nailed> on. <laughs> You know, I used to think when I was quite young, I uh, hope I never hit that. Now, looking forward to it.
1: Oh, <laughs> retire me. <sighs> get me slippers on. I'm ready.
0: Amazing. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, should, I want to say one thing, mm. and I want to know what you think. This album, I thought the drums were a bit too busy. Okay. Agree? Um. Disagree?
1: I'll need to listen to it again to really assess that because I was, as I say, the bass was more present for me, so I was concentrating on that, but there was nothing that I heard that made me think this is a bit much. Thought maybe, you know, this is, this yeah, is kind of Yeah, I wouldn't say
2: anything I- stood out Although, to about
1: it. Saying that, echoing, there was a point where I was like, okay, so it's been a lot of the same groove. Like, it seems like it's building a lot, you know what I mean? That kind of drum, it's moving and it's great and it fits the song, but changed it up a bit. So maybe I kind of, I kind of see where you're coming from, especially with echoing. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I think you, somebody has quite a like, quite a busy groove, you know. It's not too busy, but yeah? I think if you if you notice it like that, then it's busy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? If you're like, yeah. oh, uh, if you're like noticing it, it's too busy. Yeah. Get, what get what you mean. I want to be in the school of Ringo. You know what I mean? Keep it simple. Kiss. Keep Ringo it simple, ain't like bad. that. <sighs> yeah. You know. But yeah. Yeah. Right. Brilliant. Good stuff. Shall we race? Well, would you rather? Adam's going for Kings Leon. Mm -hmm. Grace, you're going for The Who, right?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: And I think I'm going for The Who as well. But it's hard, isn't it? I think two well-matched albums right here, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Interesting.
2: Both reasonably fine for me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just like, mm, fine. Yeah. <laughs> like a, Just fine. Like an like a ham sandwich. Like, Ugh. fine, but I'm no. not going to choose it. Do you know what I mean? When I'm getting a meal deal, I'm not going to choose the ham sandwich.
1: Oh, yeah. if I choose a ham sandwich?
2: Great. are fine, like, if that's all they add, yeah, I'd eat a ham sandwich, fine.
0: No,
2: then you're doing the
0: past dishes at midnight. If it's if if it's midnight and there's nothing else, I'll go for that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cheese yeah, and
1: ham. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right, hold on. Right now, now we've got into a territory that really makes me interested. Right, <laughs> if it's midnight and all you've got is bread, butter, cheese, and ham, you're going for yeah. a cheese toastie, sorted. So well, you also put yeah.
2: the ham on it. You don't just leave the
1: no, ham. No, you don't. You leave the ham away because ham wave, especially if it's that wafer ham. but right, let's let's define terms. Are we talking wafer ham? Or are we talking don't roll your eyes, Math. Are we talking wafer ham. Or are we talking we're we talking like a hot ham? What are we talking?
2: Both. Ham is ham. Or ham no, is not.
0: good ham. Wrong. Going ham. Wrong. Every wave type fin-
2: of pig get
0: in my belly.
1: That wafer thin ham. Landfill. <laughs>
0: That's... No, Landfill. that 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 ham's better than flipping
1: oh no the hogs I bollocks in, I, in, uh, <laughs> I,
0: don't, I, don't, I
3: can't think of a term <laughs> <laughs> I can't think not of not that that's not what you meant not I can't that. think of a term <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I couldn't think of a term so I mixed analogies <laughs> like,
2: like the dog's bollocks but the hog's bollocks
1: <laughs> <laughs> next time next time I'm at a hog get roast that, get and that it, it's and it's really good and it's really good I gotta <laughs> tell you what this is the hog's bollocks this.
3: <laughs> I love <laughs> that
0: I'm taking that. Honestly, that sounds
3: great. Okay. To the hog's bollocks. Please,
0: <laughs> not good for a bar mitzvah. <laughs> right, right.
1: It's, right. Let's move on. Back to all the I'm part. saying is, what were you gonna I say, would, Adam? I would rather ha- throw the ham away. I'd rather have a cheese toastie. If there's no cheese, just give me a, a butter sandwich or
2: toast. Toast. It's midnight. Have some toast. <laughs> toast the is M- the best thing you can do with at bread. midnight. The best thing you can have is cereal.
1: Well, of course, naturally, but we're not All talking right.
0: that cereal's available. Right, I'm shutting this down.
2: Uh, of course, mess. Grace.
1: Cereal is a no-brainer. Mm. I might
2: ask after this, you know.
1: Matt, Matt, Matt. Got some get over your hate downstairs. of dairy. Sorry, can we just it. cycle back? Matt, cereal's You hate not for dairy
2: wimps? still? That's such milk. a stupid Gen Z thing. Get in the bin. We, yeah, no one we actually grew up, hates it, dairy.
1: We grew up together, Matt. Who hurt you? When did you When did you get hit? Yeah? Cereals, <laughs> breakfast of champions, and and the lunch of champions, the tea of champions... The Midnight Snacker Champions.
3: is the love- <laughs> one. I'll
1: defend cereal to my grave.
0: I, d- I don't want to go into it. it Absolutely. I hate cereal. Nope. I think it's the stupidest thing. But yeah.
2: I think you're the stupidest. Thanks, Chris.
0: I was in a meeting this morning and someone said, um, how'd you let like your cereal? I'm soggy. I was like, Ooh. excuse me, <laughs> I'm soggy.
1: <laughs> right, I, I want to tell you, I get excited over cereal, but not that much. <laughs>
2: right, everybody, right, let's stop. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Right, brilliant. So let's would you rather the answer Matt- is half sandwich. Let's <laughs> out of five. Uh, I am going to give it, I'm going to give the Who album a four. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I liked it, Thank yeah. You. I was happy with it.
2: I'm going
0: 2.4.
3: <laughs>
0: Great. And Adam? 2. Well, that oh. is a significant oh, step wow. up from uh, Tommy.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant.
0: Good stuff. Would you like to know what we're listening to next week?
2: Yes. Please. Also, we're going to
0: listen to Curtis. will be
2: quizzing. We're
1: getting there. What's going on? We're getting there,
2: Grace. We're just going to listen to what we
0: are, and then we're going to get into it. We never do oh, it this actually, way no, around. Actually, no.
2: Do you know what? We never do it this way around, Grace. You're right. Yeah. So, as I'm so afraid to change, this week. yeah, it's hit.
0: <laughs> Let's let's. We've started it now, so we'll finish, Please. you know, past the mind. Um, we're listening to Curtis Mayfield Superfly, Ooh. and we are going to compare it. To reanimate her by everything, everything. Uh. So, we're going to go and listen to them, which is brilliant. So, Excellent. they brought out a new album at the end of last year. And, you know, I thought, I like this band. We're going to listen to them. <laughs> so, right. here we go. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, that's next week. And, guys, next week isn't just an ordinary week. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Next week is our 50th what is it, episode. Matt? Woohoo! We hit wee- 50. middle-aged so that's exciting middle-aged come on (laughs) but more on that when we get there until then Adam give us a word nice hey mate give us a word
1: give us a word give us a word hey mate give us a word Matt give us a word Grace give us a word Hey, give us a word. Give us a word. Mate, give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Oi, mate, give us a word. Hey, are you going to give me a word or not? Give us a word. Oh, I just want a word so bad. So bad. Ladies and gentlemen, give us a word. (laughs) Here we are. So, we're currently at 3-2 degrees. Come on. Yeah, we now, are. Woo. Are we saying? Well, now I get Mac and it back. It's the first of five.
2: Yeah, you know, he's really
1: napkin. he's he's coming back big and strong. We're going. We're and into Matt the final knock. I mean, I'll be honest, guys. I don't know how many rounds of this I've got left, so please don't drag this out too much because I'm running <laughs> out of words to give you
3: <laughs>
1: before we start repeating, and no one wants that. Sam, so, um, let me spin my imaginary wheel. <laughs> I'm gonna to have to look. Right, let's have a look and see. Um the word that I'm gonna give you. Okay. Right, I found a word. Here we go. Now this one no cheating map. This one's a big never one. cheating. No cheating map, please. Again, I've again underprepared, I don't have a coin to toss.
2: Um it will be tossed. It's Grace Fair.
1: It will be touched. But it's grace huh? In um in 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 the style of this week's episode, the word I want is songs with the word who in the title. Okay. W H O. Songs with the word who. So Grace. Hi. Give us a word. Who are you? Please don't who,
2: sing it. Who, who? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so great who are you great
0: um who do you think you are
2: that was a good one okay. um who you say i am uh, come on
1: okay. i mean okay we'll accept christian's who
0: the sunset for free is free indeed
3: <laughs> um
0: guys this is the best one what? Who let the dogs out? Oh, Baha, man. Hello. Pardon? Who let the dogs out? Oh. <laughs> Amazing.
2: Who let does that? Okay. Um who you gonna call?
3: Oh, hold on. Hold on.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna need an official I'm gonna need an official rule on whether that's the song title, because I don't know, I think it is.
2: It's Ghostbusters Brackets Who You Gonna Call. Or oh, are you
1: gonna call it brackets Ghostbusters? They are. So it's not, but you know what, I'll give you because Missy Elliott has a song called Who You Gonna Call? So we'll give you it for you, that. Thank you,
2: Missy Elliott. That's the one i meant. Yeah. Because
1: the song is just called Ghostbusters. Yeah,
2: yeah. Obviously. It. Yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway, go on. Um Noel Gallagher has a song, Who Built the Moon? Yes. Oh, shut up. Three. Who
2: you are? Who are, who are, who you are? Who
0: by? Who by? Then just sing
1: Jessie it again.
2: Jesse J. Jesse J. Jesse
0: J. Yeah.
2: Is that. Tis something you Everybody's bruising. I, ha- I had
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Go away. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, Grace, your favorite band had, had a song with who in it? The man who you. can't be moved. Who
2: can't be moved? Damn. Um.
0: Come on. I don't like yeah. the lyrics of that song. I feel right. like it's weird, but go on.
2: Matt's definitely Googling this.
0: What? How am I? It's a famous song.
2: Uh, very famous nah. song. Your brain doesn't work this quick. Right.
3: And yours doesn't work at all. It doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> uh,
1: Stalled over time, though. Come on. Three. I am. I am. Two. One. No, right. Game over. Matt's ah. one them. Come on. Just double check on right, my list. Matt, you're going to go first. The word I'm going to give you, I want you to give me a word. Here we go. Right. Beautiful. Songs Ooh. with the word beautiful in this they? one? No, it's not on my list. I will accept beauty. That's the only kind of other version of beautiful I can think of. So beautiful or beauty?
0: Uh, Gab. Um, beautiful girl. Ah. <sighs>
2: Um, sad, Beautiful, Tragic, Taylor Swift.
0: Nice. <laughs> what makes you beautiful?
2: Nice. By who? Wait, which, what was that one?
0: Um, By One Direction.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, oh, Stay Beautiful. Are you sure Ta-
1: we've not done this? I'm very sure.
2: We've done Girls. Do
1: you want me to go through my list of, song, of words that we've done?
0: N- no, just so you can stall for time. I'm just maybe I've just dreamt <laughs> yeah. it because the quiz
1: is that good. It appears in your dreams. Well, anyway, who's we'll going? We'll soon with.
0: find out, won't we? It's Grace's going, innit
1: Grace, come on.
2: Stay, stay. I said, "Stay beautiful" by Taylor Swift.
0: Okay. Yes, yeah, you did. Yeah. Come on. Beautiful by Christine Aguilera.
2: I'm beautiful. Oh uh,
0: yeah. Come on.
2: You are beautiful. No,
0: game over.
1: I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, some notable, what? some notable mentions: "You're sixteen, you're beautiful, and you're mine." Ooh, a bit dodgy, but there we go. "Um, beautiful stranger, <laughs> beautiful nightmare." Was that a song? Oh yeah, beautiful yeah, I, I
3: nightmare. Think so. No, that was
2: "Sweet Dreams." Ah, okay,
3: well, uh, not that one
1: then. "Beautiful girls all over the world." "You're beautiful" be by James me. Blunt. "A time would be wasted." Oh, that's called "Nothing on You." No mind.
2: Yeah, that's not good.
1: Co- "You're beautiful" oh, by James Blunt. Um, and then the best one. When you're in love with a beautiful woman. When you're in love with a beautiful woman.
2: you go going Only alone. one of those actually had a beautiful <laughs> in the title.
1: Okay, well. Either way, it's, Matt's 2 0 <laughs> up. So just to off. go over the words that we've done, we had rock, fire, baby, Christmas, love, water, twist oh, up. You. We did have you. We did have you. Sorry. Yep. There we did. You, go, we had you. you, we, roll, rain, dance, drink, or beverage. Woman slash girl. Yep. Who and beautiful. And the oh. next one, the final one. Uh, right. Grace, I believe. No, is it 2 0 to Matt? It's 2 0 to Matt. I isn't mean,
2: it? yeah, 2 0 to Matt. So, this is pretty like arbitrary. It doesn't, it doesn't
1: right. really matter. But uh, mm-hmm. the word uh, I want you to go for is groove or grooving or groovy. I like, can't go with any of them. I don't, uh, I, I don't know who's going first. Is it Grace first <laughs> this time?
2: It shouldn't be because it'll end very quickly.
1: We can go Matt first. You can, Matt won anyway. We go
2: Matt first. Matt,
1: the word is groove. Give us a word.
0: He's faking being. No, frozen. I know you. No, I'm not. I'm not faking. I don't have one. <laughs> but if if you don't have one either, then it's a draw, is it? You know.
3: <laughs> it's a draw. <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: Okay. Well, that was a short-lived run. Um <laughs> I mean, the most <laughs> obvious one is "Groove Is in the Heart" by D. Light. Absolute tune. Uh, Groove Jet by Spiller. We're going to groove. I've never heard Let's groove Earth, Wind, and Fire. So, with that, it doesn't matter whether you guys couldn't get one for groove or groovy because Mike is the winner of that round, which means going into the final stages of best of five and give us away this three all. So, the next two episodes are very crucial. All to
2: play for.
1: All to play for in the final knockings of. Everyone say it with me. Give us a word. It's more for the people I am guys.
3: It's not gonna work over Zoom, is it? Hey mate, give us a word.
1: Give us a word. Give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Matt, give us a word. Grace, give us a word. Hey, give us a word. Give us a word. Mate, give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Oi, mate, give us a word. Hey, are you going to give me a word or not? Give us a word. Oh, I just want a word so bad.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Well... (laughs) Guys, it's been a good week. I never thought we could do nearly um two hours oh, on the Who, And here we are. You know what I mean? That's my fault, I apologize. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, no worries at all. Not at all. That's not at all. We all we all hold the um, the weight, you know. We're, it's all, we're all evenly about education, yoked. you know. Mm. That's <laughs> we're evenly yoked here <laughs> at neither. Absolutely. Um brilliant. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh thank you to those people that are new listeners that have left us reviews in the last couple of weeks so appreciated it's so good to hear like positive comments and that you're enjoying the podcast so thank you so much Mm. and if you haven't left us a review we would love it if you could do that um next week is our 50th episode come on so buzzing so excited for it uh so yeah i'm really excited Um. we've got some Excuse me, I just pepped. Uh we've <laughs> got some ways that we're gonna celebrate that, which is exciting. Uh, and so don't miss it. You gotta be there. You can follow us on Instagram at Elvanilo. I'm at Mac Courtney Music. Adam, your handle is
1: Adam Courtney ninety
0: five. real. And Grace
2: At Grace underscore salmons.
0: So good. So good. give us a follow if you're interested. Come on. Um yeah, really excited for next week. Uh, look forward to speaking to you then Uh, hope you have a great week see you soon bye take care